I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is up, people of the night? Searchers for the truth. Today I leave you with a mini mind popper, a mini mind popper episode because, and here's the situation, I am leaving the county, so I'm recording this today but you guys won't hear it until our regularly scheduled Sunday where the episode drops. The reason I can't record Sunday is because I'm leaving the county, yes he is international i am going up to galway on a mad one and when i say mad one i mean mad one won't recover for i would say until I'm, i'll be back monday so i'll recover maybe around sunday um anyway the mini mind popper today is actually something very interesting and if you're irish you'll have heard about you've heard about it but you might not know a lot of what it is because I sure didn't. So like I said, me and my friends were going on a trip to Galway and of course in the group chat, you know, conversation comes up of, you know, what are we going to do, especially with with all the clubs closed and the pubs closed and having to like book and shit, you know, what are we going to do, you know, are we going to get cultural, you know, Um, and have, you know, a real like proper steak, a, a steak, I can't even say this, it's terrible, doesn't it? A staycation, I hate it, I hate it, I hate everything about it. But it's all that I have right now, since I can't leave the country. Um, so I'm going to make the most of it. So like I said, we were talking about like what things could we do, what things could we do in Galway, whatever. One of my friends suggested that, because there's 11 of us going, 11 of the lads going. And one of them suggested that we climb Crowpatrick. Yeah. <laughs> On my fucking holiday. Like, I'm not getting away to Spain this year. I'm not going back to Miami this year. On my holiday, my one trip away out of the county, you suggest that we climb a mountain. Climbing a mountain would not bring me any joy. It just would simply not bring me joy. So I'm not doing it. You know, 100%. You know? And, like, for you to even suggest that to me on my holiday... You're no friend of mine. You are no friend of mine, sir. Um, but so we were talking back and forth. What can we do? What can we do? Maybe a trip to the Aran Islands. How are you? Um, <clears throat> and then my friend Kate said as a joke, you know, we could go to Knock. And I didn't even have a clue what Knock is, really. Like my my knowledge of what Knock is is that it's somewhere in Ireland. Don't ask me where. Knock is somewhere in Ireland. And I have a feeling that it has some sort of like. Catholic-y like religious vibe to it. 
You know, is it like the Vatican of Ireland, maybe? And the fact that Knock has an airport, Knock Airport, you know, which I hope never to land in, not even if the plane was on fire. Um, so I knew very little about Knock, and I was on FaceTime to Kate discussing, you know, like Knock or whatever, you know, and like don't knock it till you try it, don't knock, knock till you try it. Um, but I googled Knock anyway, okay? And for those of you who don't know, Knock is like a small. I, I don't want to say, like, village, town, in County Mayo, in Ireland. And I knew it had some, like, religious undertones to it, but I wasn't really sure what the full story was, like, what is this? And I googled it, and it was actually quite interesting. So, for today's episode, our episode, um, the mini episode for Mind Poppers is Don't Knock Knock Till You Try It, okay? So, I, w- I was googling it as I was on the phone to Kate. It turns out Knock has a pretty interesting story. And the story of Knock is surrounded by an apparition. If you don't know what an apparition is, you know, expand your vocabulary, one. But two, an apparition is like an appearance of some kind of celestial figure. You know that is there, present in your environment. Like seeing a ghost. Like another word for ghost is seeing an apparition. But there was apparently... A very religious apparition that happened in Knock, in the small village in of Knock. It was the evening of Thursday, the 21st of August, 1879. It was a very wet and gloomy night. At about eight o'clock, the rain beat down in driving sheets when Mary Byrne, a girl of the village, accompanying the priest's housekeeper, Mary McLaughlin, They stopped suddenly as little Mary Byrne, she was walking and from the corner of her eye, she could see the church, okay? The the village church, the knock church. And there she saw a, a blinding like white light is the way it was described. Um, and she said that standing, um, a little out from the gable, which, uh, don't ask me what the fuck a gable is. You know what, I actually better add some pretense to this and actually Google what a gable is. Um, as far as I know, it's something to do with the church. I'm Googling right now. A gable is the generally triangular portion of a wall between the edges of an intersecting roof patches. Okay, whatever. Think old church. So she saw something in the gable, something that she couldn't explain. Um, and this was when we come to the apparition. Little Mary um, Byrne said that she saw through the rain, three life-size figures standing there at the gable of the village church in Knock. So she ran home to her parents and, and told them, like, there was some crazy shit happening at Knock Church. Like, get on down now. You're not going to want to miss this. And whatever happened, anyway, but eh, after some time had passed, like, a couple of minutes, whatever. I mean, it's 1879. Like, what else the fuck you got to do? Like, you're sitting at home staring at the wall. Like, where does all your furniture point to? Um, so her parents leave the house. The villagers leave the house. So we have a group of around 15 of them at this point, 15 of the villagers in Knock coming up to the church because of some like bizarre story from young Mary Byrne that there was these strange figures standing 
outside the gable of the church. So as the, the records show, now this apparition has been documented in writing. Keep in mind it's 1879. You know, I feel like it's not that hard to pull the wool over a bitch's eyes in 1879. Anyway, so they were all there. All the villagers had gathered. And the witnesses stated that they saw an apparition of Our Lady, okay, so the Virgin Mary, St. Joseph, and St. John the Evangelist, okay? And also behind them was this heavenly altar with like some celestial lamb sitting on it, you know, I guess to represent the Lamb of God. And surrounded by that lamb is a big group of fucking angels. So this bitch, Mary Byrne, okay, she was just minding her own business, walking past the church, all of a sudden she turns her head, she sees the Virgin Mary, she sees um, Joseph, she sees John the Baptist, and she sees the lamb, and she sees angels, like, what was this? As in, first of all, like, whatever, okay, if the Virgin Mary is appearing, or whatever, and, you know, comes in, says hello, her hellos, and whatever, you know, freaks a few minds, but what the fuck is this? This sounds like the VMA, like the MTV Video Music Awards red carpet. You know, who who's not there? Who is not there? What is so? What was so important about Knock on that night, okay? That the Blessed Mary Virgin, you know, trotted all the ways on down from Cloud Nine, followed by her off-again, on-again partner, St. Joseph, also, you know, whatever was happening was so important that we needed to wake up John the Baptist, bring bring his ass on down the, the golden steps, followed by a fucking lamb and a, a big groupie of angels. What was so important that all of these blessed bitches had to gather in knock that night? And I didn't really think much of it. I was like, okay, I was like, some girl, okay, what happened was the English probably introduced crack to knock in a, in the early 1800s and it was after getting into the water system and people were seeing shit, what have you. But it, it got a bit interesting because a couple of kilometres away, okay, in knock, there was a farmer. And on that night, obviously the farmer was ages away from the church. But in the in the written record... This farmer um, had recorded seeing um, this dazzling white spherical light above that church that same day. The exact, apparently the operation went on for like two hours. Okay, two hours. These people were standing there watching them. And the, at, during that same time frame, this farmer observed, uh, or observed a big white, as he described, heavenly light. It's spherical in shape, like hovering over the church. So it was these different, these two different accounts. To me, that made me think, okay, well, what was going, what was going on in Knock? Something was going on in Knock, possibly, you know? As in, I love to speculate and I do love drama. But it was hearing like, so this guy, you know, didn't have literally or didn't put any kind of like religious connotations to what he was seeing this like supernatural event but he did observe like this spherical in shape white light hovering over knock church you know you know what i'm thinking you know what i'm thinking was in 1879 the people of knock 
Did they have an encounter with extraterrestrial life? Was it an alien encounter? Was it an encounter of the third kind? That, you see, is what I'm kind of leaning more with this farmer saying him, him seeing the, the spherical light or whatever. Did the people of Knock not have a religious experience, but an extraterrestrial one? And you know what? The reason I say this, the reason why I, I kind of tend to lean in more towards that it was like, say, extraterrestrial, I would say aliens, than it was religious and not to shit in anyone's religion okay but the fact is okay that for this to be a religious apparition young mary Byrne, the first person who came across this you know blessed apparition this blessed shit show um she would have had to be able to recognize all these people so this girl would have to be able to recognize mary recognize joseph recognize john the fucking baptist okay and you have to remember that all these people like came from like Jerusalem, Palestine, that kind of region. And in the most of like the I guess the Western world's depiction of Christianity, you know, Jesus is this pale, white, ghastly white uh, figure of a man, you know, with the flowing long, you know, straight hair and the blue eyes and the exact same with Mary, you know, like porcelain doll. When in reality, these people were like from the Middle East and were, you know, anything but Caucasian. They were not white people like we have whitewashed, you know, this religious history. So I'm like, first of all, how would this girl recognize that these, you know, that these apparitions are, say, the Blessed Virgin Mary? Because the Blessed Virgin Mary, you know, was not... Like, do you know the way, like, we depict her now as, like, Kate Moss? You know, she's, like, stick thin, you know, like, coke diet, like, virtually transparent. That's not the case. So I question why this girl would assume, I mean, I guess she was assuming it was a religious apparition because it appeared outside the fucking church. Okay, fair. But this bitch isn't going to recognise Mary. Like, did Mary come down with, like, the white and blue hood and stuff? Does she have a name badge saying Virgin Mary? I don't think so. So was it, did the people of Knock in 1879 see something? That? Sure, I could, I could buy into that. People see weird things all the fucking time. Was it the Virgin Mary and all them? I have my doubts. I'm leaning more toward aliens if I'm being honest, you know? Do I believe that something happened? Is Knock in Ireland, in County Mayo, is it some sort of, I don't know, PowerPoint, you know, where that church is built. Is there some sort of energy there, some sort of nexus, something that would have these, who knows what they were, we call them celestial, extraterrestrial beings, visit these people in the late 1800s. You know, something. I, I you know, I have a feeling something happened. And of course, you know, with the, they, as soon as this um, religious apparition happened, they set up an inquiry. So they had like two canonized like bishops, whatever they are. I think those are people that are like, I don't know, they're high up in the Vatican. Anyway, they set up a little committee to, to validate this, you know, apparition and make it actually official. So it would be official in the eyes of the Catholic Church, which it did go on to become official uh, by ruling of the Vatican, what have you. So these, this group, this um, inquiry, whatever, took place and they interviewed all the people that say that they saw it and they read or took a written record and they validated it that it was in fact an apparition of our Blessed Virgin Mary, 
Again, I don't know. I don't know. Do I believe something strange happened in the village of Knock in 1879? Possibly. Do I think it was, you know, particularly religious in nature? I would be more doubtful. Because in 1879, you're seeing some bitch come from the sky. Of course, in a church. Of course, you're going to be like, well, that's Mary anyway. If ever I fucking saw her, that's Mary. You know? But now, would we be like, that's Mary? I don't think so. I don't. Personally, I don't think so. Um, And I guess um, the interesting thing as a way, so it did become on to become an official, you know, apparition. Um, And then, of course, uh, what comes in hand with these like official apparitions is people are flocking there. I think knock, right? You know, don't knock, knock till you try it. Brings in 1.5 million people a year. So, I mean, the religious stuff, it does hold a lot of power with a lot of people. I mean, it's bringing in 1.5 bitches a year, okay, for tourism to knock. Um, And, of course, what comes with these apparitions, these religious in nature, you know, you have people flocking there for healing. You know, they believe that the area of of the visitation has certain healing properties. I remember they were seeing a record or a story of some guy who was deaf. But after 12, after 12 days on from his visit to Knock, um, he, he could hear again, you know? And apparently, now I guess the church holds the record that says that there has been around 637 confirmed, I guess, miracles, miracle healings, if you will, from people who have visited Knock Church, the place of the original visitation. And, you know, before you dismiss my, you know, alien visitation completely, in 2018, there was reports of this big irregular shaped craft, you know, going through the skies of Mayo. Was it possibly people coming back, people out of this world coming back to a place that for whatever reason we don't know resonates some sort of power to them? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Think about it. It's something to think about. And let me know if you have been to Don't Knock Knock if you try it. Okay? And let me know if you ha- if you felt any energy there. If you've gone to the shrine, to the place of the original visitation. I would like to know. I'm going to Galway, like I said. Will I possibly, you know, make a pit stop from Galway to County Mayo to Don't Knock Knock if you don't try it? I mean, probably not. Probably not, but if I do, I will get back to you guys and let you know if I do have some sort of encounter of the third kind or some sort of spiritual epiphany, you know. In the meantime, I hope you enjoyed this mini episode of the Mind Poppers podcast. I will be back next week. I will be back next week with God knows what. That's the fun of it, really, isn't it? You just don't know what you're going to get. Until next time, stay woke. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.